Welcome, welcome, welcome to another exciting, I'm excited, exciting episode of Kicking Myself, a trading card game podcast. I am your host, Morgan, along with my team Oh, we're Mark. just your team now? Yeah, we're not hosts anymore? We're your hosts. Oh, I'm geez. sorry. I got, got I, downgraded. I got, I got excited. I'm sorry. I love the excitement, but I didn't realize <laughs> I was going to lose my, my You have my had no idea here. how much uh, excitement I've had since we started rebuilding this playgroup. Um, I updated Shire this week, and I am going to be super excited to play it, but uh, let's we'll talk about that later. Talk about that later. Um, who do I got in the room today? I got Mark. Hey. And welcome back to... Ba, 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 the 30-year-old birthday boy last week, Ross. How are you feeling, man? Exhausted as a 30-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> correct response. Do you feel kind of like an old man at the sea? Possibly, yes. I see you, what you did there. I, I, did, I did something. We'll, oh, yeah, that, we'll, I, we'll track back to that later. Well, that's, uh, I mean, we can talk about it now. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think that's a good thing to talk about so, now. What, uh, yeah, I guess we'll start off I with that. did a thing? No, wait. But, it, it ex- but we need to explain why you did a thing. Yeah, yeah. Let me lead into this because, quite so frankly, was, I feel like the rug was pulled out from underneath it me. It definitely and was. And shenanigans were had while I'm playing with my commander tribal and y'all are making backroom deals. No, I just have not, no it's not. It's not backroom <laughs> deals. It's a dark deal. So it was a front room deal. It was a front. Yeah. It was a Neither of you are playing black. <laughs> yeah. You can't play with so, dark deal. All right. So what happened is after Pretty we, sure I'm the only one who can play with dark deal. Picked our commanders a couple weeks ago. Uh, Ross messaged me and said, "Can we talk?" And I said, "Okay." And I ended up hanging out at Dice City um, a couple days ago. Um, and Ross was like. All the Efreets and Dijon suck. Um, yes, that's correct. And some of them are in white. That's also correct. I know that you're struggling with your partner in terms of your commander. And I said, yes, where is this going? And he said, well, can I play Elsha? And I said, all right, I have a solution to both of our problems. If you play Elsha, I'll let, we'll let you play Elsha as long as I can play Rin and Siri as my general but the caveat is all the cats that I can play only can be on four legs. <laughs> and he was so messed up. He was like, sure, fine, whatever. Now, hold on. You said we will let you. Speaking for Seth and myself. Yes. I mean, so let, let's be clear. Seth's deck is the most powerful deck. Seth's deck, I, I literally Your deck is... was the most powerful deck with Yoshimaru as it. You get Voltron. Voltron. Voltron is is a lot is har- great. It's a lot harder to do without Stoneforge Mystic and and the cards that are actually expensive for the deck. I want to keep to the low power, low budget, but also like you do. Have you seen what Ross's build looks like so far? <laughs> I, I have. Do you been. know what you've done? You gave him Elsha. You gave him Elsha. Do you see the problem with this? Let me hold on. Hold on. Do you have top in your deck? Not yet. Yet is the key word in that sentence, ladies and gentlemen. You're not allowed to play top. I don't believe that was contingent upon this. <laughs> you did this, Morgan. You did this, Morgan. But anyway, my Morgan's deck... excitement is just washed away from his face because he back. realizes I'm what. Gonna, I might go back to sorting cards. It's <laughs> anyway, the only thing that's keeping I, me alive right now. <laughs> I basically asked if I can play Jeskai Jin. I fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> um, what else is new? <laughs> and, and so yesterday, I was like really building the deck. And Were you I actually got actually really building the deck? Yes, I was building the deck. Yes, you weren't fake building the deck? Fake building the deck. 
No, it's actually mostly fake building deck. You saw the current build. I can't build I that. didn't see anything. <laughs> I, 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 um, and it was... I bought a bunch of gin cards. And it's like... It's like 30 gins that I have in the deck so far, and there's some that I'm still missing. Uh, and Is Elsha one of them? Yes. Good thing there's two Elshas in that box. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, no, Elsha I had. But um, oh. the, the thing that happened was I then started going through my stuff to uh, fill in, like, oh, what am I going to put in other than just gins? I need to make the deck playable. And then, like, do you? No, my deck. My deck is literally just dogs and cats. Yes, but my. <laughs> do you know how the mana costs on gins are like all six and seven mana? Yeah, I'm excited for you. Good, good, good <laughs> Hold luck. on, just point about this. Again, just painting this picture. You let him play with Elsha, so that you can play with dogs and cats. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to say that I made a mistake, but I will say that you I. You do made a realize mistake. you can only play with one copy of Charmed Stray in your deck, right? Yeah, what's your point? Oh no, too bad, Charm Stray. So sad. Womp womp. And I was, I'm having a lot of fun building the deck. I need to make scale it back from what they're saying. I, uh, <laughs> from what we're saying, this is such a bad idea. Uh, all. I regret everything. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't. I regret If we everything. lose because of my impetus, then you know. Then we have to do this again when he picks a similar type of. Challenge for us. Well, maybe he can actually get his <laughs> together for once. I I By think that what he not on winning <laughs> by not winning would be nice. <laughs> I by don't not, think that's what his nice. prerogative is. Oh. But I'm not trying to raffle stomp you guys. I'm just. Trying I don't to even know if you understand what what that means either. <laughs> I think you're just kind of. I mean, the last yeah. deck wasn't too powerful, and I scaled it back a lot after that initial build. And yes, the initial build was too good. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm going to do this early. I'm going to do this early. To our dear listeners, if you wish to reach out to us to tell us how bad of a decision this was, please reach out to us at kickingmyselfmtg at gmail.com or more preferably tweeted us at kicking underscore myself. Yeah. Or better yet, do me a favor and just just kick him in the head just kick, <laughs> kick him in the head <laughs> all right go on ross because you got you got many things to say as always yeah and i ended up spending a good chunk of money on a singular card it's not a good card to mind you it's an okay card it's a cube it's, it's a cube card uh it is an expensive card it's a very expensive it's a reserveless card it is reserveless <laughs> and from arabian nights i got a card I didn't even know was a Jin before I Until, started this. No, I said to you, are you getting this card? And you were like, fuck! <laughs> I have the text message thread. Um, well, no, I looked it up, and it was on the list. And I was like, hey, look, this is on the list. But anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, and I ended up buying it. I spent... $500 on a single card. It was a uh, old man of the sea. Uh, and honestly, it's really sweet. And I'm actually yeah. going to be able to use it pretty effectively in the deck because Jin's have a weird ability, like a number of them switch control of things. So I can pump up old man of the sea, steal something and then switch control of it with something else. And then I don't have to worry about uh, not untapping old man. 
I mean, what? that's a janktastic strategy, and you know it. It's it's not that it's janktastic or not janktastic. I don't. It's, I feel like I, I don't disagree. My with Mark. <laughs> my commander's identity is being stolen at this point because my deck is supposed to be the one built around stealing things. Well, and you have just stolen my ability to steal things. Yes, because I have a gen deck, and they are tricksy peoples. <laughs> Let me throw this out there. You get an additional color. You get an additional tribe. And color. And color. No, wait, no. Actually, technically speaking, he didn't get additional colors. And he doesn't actually get additional colors because I told him he could partner with anything for the colors. So technically, he could have put Tana... Yes. Yeah, yes. I could have put Tana there. So he I, just, I get an additional tribal support. <laughs> here's for me. Can I add... Nightmares to horrors. Yes, because honestly, I, and I, you are not the person to make the decision. Wait, I, uh, can, I, can, I, can I make an argument here? I want to hear what he has to well, say I would, first. I'd like to make a. Hor- I make I'd a, like to make what, hear what, what he has to uh, say first. Creature type is Nihilor. Is he just Nihilor is just a horror. I feel like nightmares and horrors are actually basically the same thing. Um, if you play actual factual nightmare, no, along with the other nightmares. I'm okay with it. I, I would say that that's even a stretch. I will reject that. <laughs> I would say he has to play Hypnox. Hypnox? Yeah. Morgan, I'm already playing with Hypnox in oh. my deck. Um, because that's a horror. a horror. Yeah. I would say that <laughs> Nightmares actually open up some really cool possibilities because a lot of the cards in um, I'm just thinking. Akoria. Oh, yeah. So I think it would be really cool instead of him playing really bad horrors to get some really cool cards in there. Nightmare Horrors is not a bad idea. What what is Isn't there a legend that's a Nightmare Horror? Let's look it nightmare up. Nightmare Horror. I know that there is a Nightmare Cat. There's a lot of Nightmare Cat. There's a Nightmare Horse, but I already said no to that. Um Nightmare Cat. Well, that that actually, actually ties nightmare, in. Nightmare isn't I think that was Nightmare Ratted to be a horse? Yeah, it's a Nightmare yes, Horse. It's a, it's a nightmare it has been and a horse. Uh, not a Nightmare Horror as I was looking for before, but so actually, yeah, there was a uh, a nightmare cat from Ikoria, uh, Luris, and actually that that got some press this past week, uh, oh, because right, right, it got yeah banned or got banned in modern, which modern, modern. A lot of people are really excited about people still the play fact modern? that it got banned in modern. Huh? People still play modern. I well, thought now they all switched to banned. Well, now that Luris isn't banned, but also the oh. fact that people are playing IRL more and more, people are playing modern again, which is really really awesome. I thought people would just switch to arena. Yeah, a Whoa. lot of people have, and that's what I, I'm personally still more comfortable playing is playing historic. Uh, but right now, honestly, historic is kind of garbage to play. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's not a lot of fun to play historic right now. the The problem deck is uh, Phoenix. Oh, nice. Uh, because you've still got Arclight Phoenix. Arclight Phoenix. That card is... was always a problem. No, Honestly, I think Phoenix. Arclight Phoenix is a great problem, but the consistent <laughs> card draw that you have in blue and red is still a problem. And the fact that also uh, blue-white control is still as powerful as it is and they haven't uh, found a way to be able to nerf that deck despite everything that they've done to it shows how much of a problem blue is in that format. And I'm a person who loves blue. Um, honestly, I love the solutions that they've come up with what you can do in arena by alchemying everything. Uh, and actually, alchemy has been an incredible format to play so far. Things that are getting tweaked here and there to be able to do it. Uh, I, and I'm not just saying that for shit. Ah!
laughs and giggles. It's a fun format to play, Alchemy. Sorry, I'm still trying to think of terrible phoenixes to, that could it, Is there a legendary been, phoenix? <laughs> I believe so. Sorry, he, he was getting confused as to which phoenix you could be talking about in historic, so I'm trying to think of bad phoenixes. Rekindling phoenix. That's not a bad phoenix. It's not great by most standards. It's not. Chandra's phoenix is... Chandra's Good. Phoenix is actually playable. Yeah. Is the problem. I, I loved playing Chandra's Phoenix. World, um, World Heart Phoenix. The one from Con. Oh, yeah. World oh, that's yeah. a good World that's Heart Phoenix. Is it one that you have to pay five mana? To you do. All, uh, Woo Bird. But it, it's, it's, it was good in, it was good in uh, Modern Masters one draft, which was Woo really weird. Berg. I think you're um, confusing good and in. Oh, yeah. yeah that was a card that was in Modern. <laughs> but you know what? My, actually, my apologies. I'm sorry. So actually. This is kind of a perfect segue to what we wanted to bring as a, a fun topic today. Oh, yeah. Where I think we talked a little bit about this last week, but we want to make this uh, a point to talk about on a consistent basis. This idea of alchemying commander and specifically alchemying the band list of commanders so that these cards on the band list can be played in some way again. So the idea with the commander alchemy is we're going to take one card off of the commander band list per week or maybe every other week or maybe we do this every single week but we're gonna talk about one specific card throughout i don't know 10 15 minutes or so and figure out what we could tweak with it so that it would be functional to play with within casual commander and that's the key part about that yeah is that based off of what sheldon menory uh the high lord guru of commander <laughs> uh has said about like how the ban list is being curated the idea is not he wants to keep uh, nerf overly powerful cards, but when those cards start to creep into casual commander Sorry. play and they ruin it, then that becomes a focus for why this card should be banned. So we talked a little bit before about how yeah. Thassa's Oracle, for the most part, has been fine because in competitive or yeah, in competitive uh, EDH play. It's a card that you can play to win the game, but ultimately there are a lot of cards that just win the game. Yeah. Thassa's Oracle just like when it gets to the point where it resolves, okay, that that that's the way to, that it yeah. wins. Um, but that card is starting to slowly creep its way into casual play, and Sheldon mentioned before that he's keeping his eye on that because if it becomes a problem there, then they will find a way to nerf it. But what if there's a way to nerf it without banning it? Yeah, exactly. So this week... Morgan had a card he was passionate to talk about when we were bringing this up before, and I think that's a perfect place to start. I could swerve this. I mean, I, I have two cards I'm passionate about, but I really want to talk about the card that we talked about already. So, What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Seems, I, okay. seems sweet. So, Reoccurring Nightmare is a card that has been on the ban list for a long time and has... I don't think it has ever I, been off the ban list no. for as long as I've played, and I've no. been playing for commander for 12 years and i've been playing for about a little longer and uh, i i don't really have an answer i think the card is really really sweet but the but fixing that card is really 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 hard just to put some context into this recurring nightmare has on been on the commander band list since february 2008 and for those of you who don't know what reoccurring nightmare I didn't does know that was when it was banned yeah. straight up <laughs> for those of you who don't know what reoccurring nightmare does mark can you just read the text for us please in the cmc and it is an enchantment in black yeah. so recurring nightmare is a rare from x uh not exodus it is exodus. it yes. is exodus it's a rare from exodus uh that costs 
one black and two colorless. It's an enchantment. It's a sacrifice a creature, return recurring nightmare to its hand. That's the cost. Return target creature from your graveyard to the battlefield. Activate this ability only anytime you could cast a sorcery. So there's a lot of problems with this card. Um, yeah. yeah there, there's a lot of problems with this but card. It's really sweet, though. It's a repetitive reanimation source that in most decks would be fine by, by itself. The problem is what happens when somebody tries to break it it's really easy. Yeah. yeah. There's cards that do infinite ETB triggers. There's mm -hmm. cards that it would interface with in terms of infinite constellation triggers, mm -hmm. which I don't think they even thought about most of oh, the time. They couldn't have thought about right. infinite no. constellation triggers yeah. in what year was it? 2008. Yeah, 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 constellation yeah, yeah, yeah. was not a thing no, no, back no. then. When it was banned. Not when it was banned, when it was printed. 1998? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, there's <laughs> just a lot There's a lot of problems with the card. The fact of the matter is, it, 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 to cast it's also cheap as dirt. Three um, mana is... Three uh, mana is nothing. Three mana is a dark ritual. Four, yes, but I'm saying that for repeated cost, for, the, for what it's banned for, three mana is fine. The reason why it's banned is that it's uh, not just because it's three mana. If it was four mana, that... I don't think... I Even if I, it was four mana... I don't think it would change much. So you'd have to make it basically unplayable for the... For it to not... If you increase the mana cost. I mean... Because, like... You have to go up to like six mana, and then at that point, it's impossible to play a second time. Does it need to be six mana? No, I. I mean, I. I thought about some some ideas to get it alchemied so it could be playable, but it would be much under the curve of the playable stuff that it would. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. So the big thing with this, I think we should focus on keeping what makes the card sweet, while also making it unbannable yes so what i was thinking of it's actually um two colorless and three pips three black pips so you want to make it five mana either five or four is the way that i could see fixing it or it has to be quad black i i don't think that fixes much because then it's still a problem in the mono black decks yeah so then it would have to be four pips it would have to be one. It would literally have to be five mana. It'd be one and four black. Okay, I just don't think that's um, a good solution because then why would you play ever play the card at that point? The card. I mean, I because five mana reanimation <laughs> never sees play. Like living death barely sees play. Yeah. In and casual, like, it does. It, again, we're talking about in the realm well, of the higher powered well, levels of cards. Can I, I offer an interesting... Yeah. Uh, and also, I think this would end up being a flavor solution to this as well. Um, the, the main problem with a card like Recurring Nightmare is the fact that it is so cheap and the fact that it is something that you can keep playing over and over and over again yeah. uh, to be able to get the repeated uh, benefit of the contract. Of the, what if there was a way to be able to make it so that you had a hard limit on how many times that you could do this? Recurring Nightmare has the Phyrexian flavor into it, so what if every time you use the ability, you get two uh, two poison counters? <laughs> I don't like of, that at all. That's kind of amusing. But it, it makes it much more appealing for casual play because yes. you use the effect once or twice 
maybe even three times. You're playing black. Maybe you can then like use the discard the card once you've got too many poison counters to be able to make it worthwhile. Mm -hmm. You essentially get four shots out of it. Three mana with the whole recycling, uh, sacrificing creatures thing. That is still a very, very potent thing to do in Commander. Yeah. But limiting it to a to grand total of four times unless you somehow have leeches in your deck. <laughs> um, I, I, I think that. that's a fair way to balance it. I think... I think the fair way to balance it is something is a compromise of that. I think it should be four mana, mm -hmm. uh, two black and two colors and two colors, whatever pips, mm -hmm. and then one to two poison. I think you guys are missing a very obvious uh, part of this is that it's part of the cost to return it to your hand. Yeah. And that's what makes this card so hard to interact with is that, you can play it, you need and before literally anyone has a chance to do anything else, activate it, and it's already back in your hand. I you mean, can't destroy it. You can corrosion grip it, right? No, because if you it's cannot. part of the cost, that is, yeah, that's that's kind of the. I think and so that's like a big reason why this card is just like too good is because you, once it's once you play it, you basically have free reign to reanimate something. If it resolves, like they cannot interact with this enchantment. Well, sure, but, like, you could do the same thing with Reanimate itself. It costs one mana, you can bring something back from the graveyard. Yes, but they can then blow up the enchantment, and then your creature is gone. No, that's uh, that's uh, Necromancy, oh, or Animate Dead. I'm just talking sorry. about actual Reanimate. But then that has a cost of paying life. Sure, um, but in, if you're... I think, the way, I think the way you fix it is, is potentially by having the creature that it comes into play as, uh, you lose that much life. That would be a good way to do it because then it. If you combine both of those things, since you are still getting the ability for yeah. recurrence out of that, make it so that the returning it is the last part of the effect. Yeah. Not part of the cost and adding the life balance to that. So that's a fair card. Even, even better, it's part of the resolution and it's a reflexive trigger. So you return, like you say, sacrifice a creature, colon return recurring nightmare to your hand period if you, if you do, do return oh and you then, wouldn't even need to change the, the cost well, on that then. yeah but, but then you put then at the end of it you put the clause of losing life on you the creature i don't even know if you need to do i it don't think you need to at that i point. think you can keep it at three the exact same cost the if you do plus putting the return as part of the effect balances it at everything out and encourages more interaction yeah. If you end up playing a deck uh, in a pod where you've got somebody with this version of Recurring Nightmare, that's going to encourage more people playing instant speed art, uh, enchantment removal and more interaction within a pod that's beneficial to everybody else at the table, yes. I think actually helps. I, I disagree. Oh. I, I disagree because I think there are still things like, and, and this is just my personal perspective, you've got Dockside Extortionist in the format. You've got... Um, it's not a question of whoever's playing it is going to be able to protect it. Um, and black doesn't have the ability to regenerate enchantments, but it does have the ability to bring cards back from the graveyard mm -hmm. itself. Mm -hmm. So I don't think the problem is as Ross said before for, for it, cause honestly it's the splash ability of the card itself that makes it so dangerous. The fact that it is two colorless and one black, that is what makes the card so dangerous. Not that it is... I don't think that's really the issue. I think that's part of the issue. I I don't think that has anything to do with why the card was banned. 
I don't, I don't think I it don't was, think... but I think that's why they won't bring it off the ban list now. So if we're talking about alchemying it, I think it needs to be at least... I mean, I like the idea of what you, of, of what you said. I like the, the interactions, but I still think it would still be problematic. Okay. I think it would be very powerful, but it would keep the uh, soul of the card, even. I think it would be almost what they intended at that point, where they, they, they maybe didn't really... I, I'm not trying to like think of what the designers were really trying to do, but the fact that it was part of a cost, they might not have even really wanted to do it that way, but didn't have a way to do anything else at that or point. Or juggle it, yeah, I get yeah. it, I get it. Um, because the reflexive triggers came much later. Uh, they're actually relatively recent. But, like, another thing if, that we can do is, or we that could be done, is possibly having uh, exile or like some kind of counter on it that would exile the creature if it would die so that you can't just um infinitely loop infinitely the same loop. problematic creatures over yeah, and over again I think the so that's yeah so if instead cards. of returning it to the graveyard from the graveyard to play you exile the creature from the graveyard and put in like a token copy of it something like that because that actually fits into the phyrexian theme again too like by making it into something else could even come back as an artifact creature at that point yeah and i think there's a new card that's like semi-similar mm -hmm. um but it's like an end step trigger spirit sisters call I think it exiles when it would leave the battlefield. I'm actually not 100% sure about that. But it's kind of interesting. And that one's five mana and black and white. Spirit Sisters Call. That's the new one from it is, Mythic. Yeah, so it's three blue... It's, sorry, in, it's in that box if you want to find it. It's three white black enchantment. At the beginning of your end step, choose target permanent card in your graveyard. You may sacrifice a permanent that shares the type with the chosen card. If you do, return the chosen card to the battlefield... Uh, from the grave, from your graveyard to the battlefield, and it gains if this permanent would leave the battlefield, exile it instead of putting it anywhere else. Yeah. So if you, that's kind of a card to put in your deck for the uh, commander. Deck. That might, that might. Is be it? I don't have spirits in my deck. Oh, it's it's only spirits. No, it just has spirit in the name. So to hell with that. <laughs> I'm all about horrors and nightmares. Uh, but I, if you gave it like those two things, where like you make it reflexive, and if the creature would leave the battlefield, it exiles. Is it leave the battlefield or go to the graveyard? Uh, it leaves the battlefield. Eh, I, I would prefer if it would, like, go to the graveyard or die. I, I don't like the leave the battlefield, so, like, there's no way to play with it. Like, you can't bounce it to your hand at all, and so it's like, eh. I, I'm just not a fan of that particular yeah. clause. But, it, like, I don't think you need to mess with more than, like minor things with the card because i think overall the card is pretty close to being okay and i think it honestly with how i play the format um it would honestly be fine in our play group for the most part and be kind of fun to play with i know i wanted to play with it in my squirrels deck so i could just repeatedly um get a hermit druid with none of the altar effects is, I was so sad that I couldn't. Oh, maybe that's for the better. So do we have an agreement on which particular alchemy variant we would submit to fix Recurring Nightmare? 
I don't think we have a consensus as of no. right now. And I, I think that's like kind of the beauty of this. Yeah. So is that uh, it can be a bunch of different things. But you were going to say something? So just to be able to make sure that we have this clear, what are all three of our alchemy fixes at this point? I don't point? actually know if I'd have a cons consistent fix because like every time I keep trying to fix the card, it, it there's something systematically wrong that would make it just hard for me to want to take it off the ban list. So what would be your cons what would be your submission then, Ross? So mine would be to change the return to not only part of the ability of the card as, as opposed to a cost, make it a reflexive trigger. If this does. Yes. Uh, and then have some sort of exile effect on the creatures it brings back. I think I'm in agreement with you. Um, I might change the pips to be black, 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 just to kind of keep that effect within black and make it mm -hmm. a little bit harder for that. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, that would be the the only difference, I think, between yours and mine is that I would just make the cost a little bit harder. Yeah. Um, Morgan, you, you seem to believe that the cost is something that needs to be addressed. I think changing the pips to black, black, black would actually be fine. would actually be the fix in addition to the text that we're talking about. So I think that would be consistent. So then we are in an agreement. Yes. Then, then there is um, a consensus. Do you, you, Ross, would you think that changing it to black, black, black would be necessary? I don't think it's necessary, but I wouldn't think that it's like necessarily wrong. Okay. All right, let's send this to Sheldon. Yeah, we can send this to Sheldon. I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> oh, gotcha. Mark being dumb. Yeah, send it to Sheldon. And also, I already uh, plugged the Twitter before, but if you're... If you have any thoughts, uh, listeners, on what you would do to Recurring Nightmare, reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, let us know what you would do. So, Ross, we missed you last week. Uh, yes, I missed being here. And also being awake and alive. Yes, yes. I um, turned 30 last week. And a co-worker of mine turned 21. So I had two very late nights. Two nights in a row. And so I was Man, Jimmy turned 21? Happy uh, birthday, Jimmy. Happy birthday. Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually uh, someone I'm going to an event in a couple weeks with, uh, Guillermo. Uh, he turned 21. And yeah, I had a couple of late nights, as I said. And I was just dead. I woke up and I was exhausted. And I just could not bring myself to come out. And so I just slept most of the day. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you, you got some birthday gifts. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Morgan got me a couple of birthday gifts. It, they were sweet. And Dice City also did like a draft for you, which was cool. Yes. That, that was, sounds cool. What type of draft? It was a Commander Legends draft. And uh, how many Prismatic Pipers did you end up playing with in your pool? Um, my whole deck was Prismatic Pipers. That is the correct answer. <laughs> that is what you call, um, I don't know. Validate. What's the? You're bad. playing the meta then. Oh, bad. Oh, is bad, bad. That's the term. Anyway, I drafted uh, green black elves. Go figure. <laughs> well, no, it was like I don't even know what I. I'm usually a pretty open drafter. Like I like staying open to what's open, like and drafting that i don't like forcing things so what ends up happening is that like i get past the consuming blob or whatever the green thing that multiplies itself and it's like okay 
That's just like an auto pick. Like you, you can't pass that. Yeah. And then I pick something else that I don't even think I ended up playing. And then like a few picks in, I'm just like being like, like just thrown elves at me. It's like, okay, I guess I'm doing this now. And I think I had like 20 elves in my deck. It was insane. Um, but it was a lot of fun. And what was your first couple of picks that led you towards going to elves? I don't even remember. I'm trying. To. Oh, it was that good of a night? Yeah, I know that a wreck sage was in them. Nice. Um, and then someone passed me one of the elf um, legends. There are a lot of random ones in that. Yeah, set. there are like four of them. The freaking plus one plus one counter one is a rare in that set and makes yeah. me so angry. Right. The amount of times I've randomly pulled that Wait, card is a rare. Uh, I thought it was an uncommon. Was it? Yeah. What set was that it That might be why you keep on pulling it, is because it was an uncommon. What's the name of that card? I don't remember. Well, sh- uh, Are you talking about the one they have to pay X for? No, XX? the one that you just tap it to put a plus one, plus one counter target creature equal to the amount of elves you control. Oh, that oh that is a rare. Yeah, it shouldn't Imperial be a rare. Not Imperius. Not Imperius. Immaculate Magistrate. Immaculate Magistrate, right. Because it was uncommon before. Yes. And now it is a rare. Yes. And that makes me very, very upset. I think Immaculate Magistrate was a rare always. It was always a rare. I'm looking at this now. Immaculate Magistrate was an uncommon. No, Immaculate Immaculate Magistrate Magistrate was was a rare. Oh, the reason why I was angry is because it was always printed as just like a throw in rare at all these other commander products. Yeah, it's not supposed to be a throw in rare. Imperius Perfect is the one that, because it was uncommon, in Shadowmoor yeah. Lorwyn block, was harder to get in the draft format because of it being an uncommon in a large Imperius set. Imperius Perfect was from base Lorwyn. Right, I said. Oh, Sha- I said Lor- Lorwyn Shadowmoor. I just don't remember which set it was from. Whatever, okay. it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, from Lorwyn. That's the card that is aggravating. Well, that um, card's very good and was uncommon. Yep. Yes, that's. It's really sweet. What this goes to show is that I don't know anything about rarities, but dang it, Immaculate Magistrate should be an uncommon. <laughs> that seems like a mistake anyway. Um, <laughs> but um, Morgan got me some gifts as well. Uh, he got me a foil Nashi for my rat deck, Ooh. which I'm very grateful for. Showcase. Yes. Uh, it's the one where he has a giant kunai on, the, on his back. No, not kunai. Uh, Shuriken on his back. It's like... Straight out of Naruto, <laughs> it's kind of awesome. Except he's on like, he's on, he's on a, a motorcycle. He's on a motorcycle. He's about to play some card games. Is that what is it? Motorcycle mice from Mars? I don't know. Is that what it's what the thing is? I don't know. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, I I must be like months behind on this. But are we talking about card games on motorcycles? No, no, we're not. Um, <laughs> but card, card games, games on, on motorcycles. But anyway, the and then the actual like really sweet gift that he got me was a foil Japanese crux of fate. I am officially done with my full set of Strixhaven Mystical Archives. I'm not clapping for this. <laughs> I can now stop caring about the set Strixhaven. And that 
Does anyone want to buy win. some Strixhaven Mystical Archive cards? What? <laughs> <laughs> How many extras do you have? Uh, a few. They're they're mostly in those boxes, and they're mostly crappy ones. Yeah, they they all go to me. It's fine. Don't worry. About it. Uh, half ass plug for the Twitter. Reach out to Ross there. <laughs> um, you also said you, you also said you opened a uh, a very good pack, right? Well, I opened a sweet pack. So yesterday I made a poor decision, and it was basically because. It went from a really nice day on earlier in the week to all of a sudden here, it was snowing and it was miserable and cold. Oh, the it's best Maryland weather. Maryland for you. Best weather. But uh, our store, uh, Dice City, got cold snap in recently. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and so I opened a pack of cold snap because... It went from a nice day to a bitter cold day. And because of the snow, got it. Yeah, fine. And I opened Thrumming Stone. (laughs) And Thrumming Stone is over a $50 card. It's really sweet. That's a spicy meat. So if you would like to purchase a thrumming stone, <laughs> <laughs> Twitter. get a free mystical archive crux of fate. Wait, what? <laughs> get a free <laughs> mystical archive growth spiral that I have in my hands. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's honestly, it was really sweet. Uh, the funny thing is, unless you open... Um, like a Mishra's Bobble or a foil in that set or a Thrumming Stone, you can't really open uh, a like full value. Yeah, there's no value. Packs. There's no value. So I like without opening a Mishra's Bobble, I pulled the only rare without being foil that you can pull that pays for the pack. It was really sweet. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Dark Depths isn't worth it. Well, how much is a Dark, pack now? Uh, 30-ish? Yeah. Uh, well, Mishra's Bobble's not even worth that much either because it got reprinted. It's down to 15. You can open, yes. I guess you can open a full Arkham Dagson. But Mishra's Bobble is also an uncommon. Yeah. So you can open up a rare that's also worth something, but not worth the whole pack, and it's yeah. worth it. So if you open a Mishra's Bobble and a Dark Depths, that pays for the pack. You're doing something in a couple weeks that you're super excited to do, right? You're taking part in some kind of strange tournament. Oh, yeah. I'm doing a big CDH tournament. I'm going to be traveling out to Seattle. I will say I'm not officially on the list yet. I'm on the wait list because I signed up late. Um, And I'm going to be going out either ways. The worst possible scenario is that I get to hang out with some friends, get to travel, and hang out and go to some vendors. Oh, I feel so bad for you. Yeah, right? It would be... Terrible if that happens. Is this your first time going out to Seattle? I believe so, yeah. Oh, man. Um, and so... Do you like sushi? Yes. All right. Have sushi while you're out there. Okay. Fair enough. And this is the Marchesa CDH tournament. Uh, and it, yeah. It should be a lot of fun. No, but I don't know what that is. Uh, I know it's a big event. I can't... I believe it's for charity. But I can't quite remember. What is the actual details of this? 
Uh, it, it they are raising money for the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Yes. Uh, it's connected with Mox Boarding House, which is a well-known like commander legacy area uh, within the Northwest. Uh, they are connected with God. What 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 is the YouTube channel that that always ad, uh, advertises for them? It's one of the CEDH tournament. Uh, uh, one of the CEDH channels. Playing with power. It might be playing with power. I mean. So, a previous guest of ours, uh, Charles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good old Charles. Uh, not Morgan's friend, uh, Charles. What's his last name? Zhuang. Zhuang. There we go. Um, he is also being, he was invited as a content creator. Uh, so, he's going to be there as well. Nice. Okay. That's going to be really sweet. Uh, all... Come back, probably not having played because I signed up too late. That's because you're but, a scrub. Yep. Uh, but we should have some... Uh, some fun stories. Some, Yeah, at least fun stories. This is going to be the first major tournament that I traveled to since uh, we started the podcast. Since before the pandemic, too? Uh, not for since before the... Oh, since before the pandemic. Yeah, since yes. before the pandemic. Sorry, it was like... Not... I've been to tournaments before the pandemic. What are you? Yeah, talking but this about? is the first one since the pandemic began. <laughs> yep. That you have a chance to be able to play in, and that's going to be super fun. Well, there we'll are... cross our fingers. Um, hopefully, when do you know when you'll be not waste listed, or is it essentially going to walk up to the place, hope that somebody doesn't show up, and then your name gets called? So they'll email me, and I know somebody who signed up like a day or so before me that is off the wait list. So. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll cross your fingers for you, and we hope that by next week we'll have an update on whether or not you get on it. Yeah. 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 And so uh, I think that's everything we want to talk about. Today. Yeah. So, I mean, we left some some threads unwoven, but that'll be fun to gather back together. Yeah. Whether... I'll get my uh, – we'll figure out if I'm going to get that uh, that change to my uh, my Nihilor deck, but I want to kind of bring Seth in on this too since this affects him. That's fine. All right. So that kind of wraps things up for this. Um. Morgan, who do we have to shout out this week? Uh, we have a fair amount of people. Uh, as always, uh, MTG North, great yeah, content love creators. We love yeah, them. Uh, the better Morgan. Yes. The, um, beer, the more bearded Morgan. Uh, Dice City Games, uh, crew, um, Jimmy, and everybody there. Ross Newly 21-year-old Jimmy. Newly 21-year-old <laughs> Jimmy. Uh, John Medina's Alchemist Refuge. Um Thomas Island's podcast, um, uh, and Keith and Amber uh, from Far Galaxy Games started a store recently, so go support them. They're sweet. Support them. Love you guys. Um, Marie Shadows and her podcast. We appreciate her. And basically, just anyone who listens, we thank you for always coming and taking the time to sit and listen to us banter and listen to Ross yell at me. We really love that. I mean, it gets good numbers when that happens. It does get good numbers. It gets really good numbers. yeah. Um, welcome back, Ross. We're glad you're not dead. Um, no promises. No promises. Okay. <laughs> and with that, Ross, why don't you take us out on your happy birthday theme song? Happy, 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 happy. Say, I'm okay with the nightmares. <laughs> <laughs>